Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Fit. I'm James Roberts. Karen's going to give you a fit tip, and then we'll be right back to discuss our topic for the day. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So today, I want to share with you an awesome arm exercise for triceps. But first, go to Luke 11 and 34, which says, Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it's evil, your body is full of darkness. So as we age, gain weight, or both, we begin to notice things about our bodies, including extra skin hanging off the back of our arms. If you're in this category... You are not alone, but no worries. Most people can tone and build muscle on the back of their arms just by adding a few easy tricep exercises consistently once or twice a week. So what are triceps? Well, triceps are, as the name implies, a group of three muscles on the back of your arms that go from your shoulder to your elbow. They... um. They're used for fine motor skills like writing, playing tennis, and even yoga. Now, keep in mind, however, there is no such thing as targeted weight loss. So, doing loads of tricep exercises won't necessarily give you skinny, sculpted arms if that's your goal. But, building your tricep muscle does benefit you in that it adds tone, makes Um, other upper body exercises easier, helps your body lose weight, and muscle mass burns more calories faster than fat, and it even does so at rest. Now, there are many ways to work your triceps. Today, I will share with you two of the most tried and tested exercises for toning and shaping the back of your arms with just a pair of dumbbells or even water uh, bottles. The first one is called tricep extensions. So the tricep extension is one of the easiest exercises for making sure you that you're working um, the right muscle. You can sit or stand. You want to place your feet shoulder width apart. Grasp the weight with both hands and lower the weight behind your head, holding it between your shoulder blades. Lift your arms so that they're straight above your head and back down again. Make sure your elbows don't flare out too much, and then repeat. You want to aim for four sets for up to 15 reps. And then the second exercise is tricep kickbacks. Now, this is a fantastic exercise for the back of your arms. You want to stand with your feet together, bend knees slightly, and bend forward at the waist. Now, hold your weights with your arms hanging straight down, 
and then pull your elbows back, pulling your hands toward your waist while keeping your arms close to your sides. Your elbows and the back of your arms should be slightly higher than your back. And that is your starting position. So then you want to press your forearms back until your arms are straight. Hence the name kickbacks because you are literally kicking your arms back. Then bring your arms forward again. Repeat all reps before standing back up and then do about four sets of about 15 reps. Now add these exercises to your workout routine and you should see your arms tighten up in no time. So there you have it. Summer is just around the corner. So let's ditch those long sleeves for toned and in style arms. So we will provide a link um, on Love and Faith's website and Living Fit as well in case you missed any of the description. And as always, share this information with your friends and family. I hope it's been a blessing. And tune in today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. For more health and wellness information on Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts, be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. Thank you, Karen. You can catch Karen at 8.30 with Linda Greenwood on Tuesdays. Last time we were here, we were talking about deciding. You decided to make your health a priority. You've, you've been uh, on, the, on the fence about doing what needed to be done, but now you've determined that I got to make this decision to be healthy. But then <clears throat> you got to the place where you postponed. You put it off for another day. Uh, I would just ask you to take out your journal and, and look at it again. And be ready to stop postponing this health journey to make this something that you need to go ahead and do. If you keep postponing your health, if you keep delaying or neglecting your health, the outcome will not be good. It's not going to be better for my health. It's not going to be better for my future. It's not going to enhance my problem needs to be solved. Proverbs 16.3 said that we need to commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. I got to decide when I'm going to do it, how I'm going to do it, how I'm going to proceed. Because this is called indecision. And a lot of us have indecision because we have this fear of making the wrong decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. One that would lead me to uh, think that I'm going to miss out on something. Fear of making the wrong decision is one of the reasons that many people hesitate when faced with a choice. You may be afraid of failure or even the consequences of being successful. 
You may worry what other people will think about you if you change what you're doing and you tell them that things are different now. And some people think that, well, I'm not going to be perfect at it. But that's not the problem. That's not what we we need to, to, to do. We don't need to try to be perfect at this. We just need to commit to this. We need to start doing something for our health. And a lot of people will say, I don't know, you know, how to go about doing this. James 1.5 says, if anyone, uh, if, if you, any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously with, uh, to all without reproach, and it will be given him. So we know that if we ask God for anything, according to his will, he hears us. Proverbs 18.15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and an ear of the wise seeks knowledge. So what God does about wisdom is he, he tells us that we need to get knowledge. Knowledge is the key to having the wisdom I need to proceed. The reasons why and the reasons why not. There are things that I want to do that will not be beneficial for me if I want to continue on my health journey. If I want to decide to be healthy, some things are not beneficial to me. Sitting up late, eating the wrong foods, uh, avoiding exercise. Those are things that are not good. 1 Corinthians 10.23 says, All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. <clears throat> I, I want to do things that are helpful. I want to do things that will build me up, that will encourage me, that will, will help me be the best at what I focus to be, what I'm trying to be. And I can't do that if I am always in uh, borderline deciding what I'm going to do. Because we, we said last time, the longer I wait, to start acting on my decision to do the right things as far as my health, there could be consequences behind it. And those could be the very critical, important days that could rob me because indecision is a thief of our opportunity to proceed to be the best we can be. And that's in anything we do. Ephesians 5.17 says, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Indecision means the door is still closed. A lot of people don't make their decisions quick enough. And things happen that are very costly. 
If you have a oil leak on your car, the mechanic says, look, your car's leaking, has a leaky gasket. Uh, you need to fix that or else, you know, if you don't keep oil in it, you could blow the engine. Well, you have been pretty good about keeping oil in it, except for things got busy and you forgot. So one day on your way to work, you hear something click, 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 and you hear this noise and your engine is blown. A problem that could have been solved very, very easily by taking action has cost you a lot of money. Same thing happens with your health. If I'm on the highway and I see my uh, gas dial going toward E, the light flashes, tells me that I'm almost out of gas. <clears throat> but I want to try to get to the cheapest gas I possibly can. So I try to stay on the highway till I find the price I want, the time I want to do it. <laughs> that could put you on the side of the road. You have to decide because Waiting can be very critical to not being able to do it at all. 2 Timothy 2.10 says, Therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Sometimes when I make my decision, it's not just for me. It's because I'm trying to help other people make good decisions too. My, my children, my family, I'm trying to show them responsibility. I'm trying to show them commitment. I'm trying to show them discipline. I'm trying to be the Christ-like person in my home. That Let my yay be yay and my nay be nay. When I say Yes, I'm going to do something. I do it. When I tell people <clears throat> I want to go on a health journey, immediately people start to watch me. They start to see what I'm going to do. If I'm going to be consistent, if I'm going to be wavering back and forth. Am I going to be unstable? People look at us and they can tell whether or not we're stable or not. We wait till it's too late. See, there are consequences. Not getting enough physical activity can lead to heart disease, even on people who are at no risk of having heart disease. It can also increase the likelihood of developing other heart diseases um, and obesity and high blood pressure, cholesterol problems, type 2 diabetes. And if I don't change my poor nutrition, it can impair our uh, daily health and well-being and reduce our ability to lead an enjoyable and active life. Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When I'm not making good decisions, when I'm not decisive, I am not at peace. 
when I know I have made a decision that's going to benefit me, when I know I've made a decision that will help my family, when I made a financial decision that will make good sense, that will will get me on the right course, I'm at peace. But I like short term. I like things right now. But I'm damaging more and more and more and more of my of my health when I wait. In the short term, poor nutrition can contribute to your stress, your tiredness, and our capacity to work over time. You might not be able to continue doing your job. It can contribute to the risk of developing some illnesses and other health problems such as being overweight or obese, tooth decay, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, some of the cancers, depression, and even eating disorders. Proverbs 2.2 says, Making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. We said that when we are seeking, if anyone lacks wisdom, we need to ask God. And God imparts to us a way to gain knowledge. We also found out that knowledge is to be sought after. We have to seek it. So I, I have to get the books. I have to get the seminars. I have to talk to the people in order to help me, the people who know, the people who's been successful. Those are the ones that can help me. Proverbs 2, 6 says, The Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. If you want knowledge and understanding, you have to realize that there's going to be a time of learning. And while I'm learning, I have to be acting too. I can't, I cannot continue. I already know some of the bad behaviors I've had. So I need to stop doing those. And I started to start building on the new behaviors. Hippocrates said, if there is any deficiency in food or exercise, the body will fall sick. Now that's information right there. That's knowledge you've gained from the father of medicine, Hippocrates, that he said way back when, if there is any deficiency in food or exercise, the body will fall sick. That lets us know that we need to take action. If there is any deficiency in food or exercise, the body will fall sick. That is important to know. Society today is marked by an increasingly, increasingly inactive lifestyle. The social environment and the spread of new technologies reduces the desire for people to move or do more physical exercise 
are uh, eat right. And this is reflected in the growing number of obese children and the high rate of deaths of older adults associated with physical inactivity. The physical effort required in work and occupation has went away, so nobody has to uh, work a hard job anymore. We have cars, we have public transportation, we have elevators, we have internet shopping, and the trend of wrapping up and promoting a sanitary lifestyle involving little or no physical activity is one of the things that happens to us Every day, we are in a world of inactivity. No one is, is doing what we need to do to stay healthy. I have watched people go to the mall here in Greensboro, walk to the elevator rather than even take the escalator. That's pretty, pretty bad. Some people don't even want to ride the elevator. Uh, Escalator, they will ride the elevator. The World Health Organization already identified the lack of physical activity is a significant factor of five major non-communicable diseases. Coronary heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, breast cancer, and colon cancer. It also identified that physical activity is one of the top four pillars of non-communicable diseases. There is an association between physical activity and poor physical and mental health, and it's related to our quality of life. The association is even stronger for physical than mental, but they both are important. So you have to ask yourself, should you start to look at creating habits now? And the answer is always going to be yes. As with anything related to healthier habits, the more you structure your routine, the more consistent you'll be. You need to start acting on what you already know. You already know that it's not going to hurt you anymore to start your program but you do know that the delaying your program will be devastating. One day of not doing something can be devastating. We know that. We can, you know, I can uh, mow my grass, and if I if I wait two weeks to mow my grass because I've had it fertilized and I've had them, you know, treated. I, 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 it will look awful because I'm having to cut my, my lime only goes four inches and the grass grows to five, six inches in a week. So if I don't cut it regularly, I'll have shavings that's going to kill my grass. The old dead grass will kill my, my good grass. So I have to make sure that I'm taking care of it. I can't just let things go day after day after day, and, and same thing with your health. You can't just keep doing it. There are many studies out there that show inactivity, especially in adults, have been linked to health uh, problems and family circumstance problems 
and socioeconomic problems. It costs a lot of money to be sick. So you saying, what are the effects uh, on my body from not moving? See, I'm not just talking about exercise. I'm talking about moving altogether because a lot of people just sit down all day long. Sitting is terrible. It's worse than not smoking. As excessive inactivity enhances rapid disruptions in your normal function in your tissues as well as your cells and your gene expression. These adverse effects of inactivity and lifestyle and lack of exercise have been verified by an enormous number of epidemiological studies. Physical inactivity or lack of a lifetime of exercise increases your risk of coronary heart disease by as much as 45%, stroke by as much as 60%, hypertension by as much as 30%, diabetes 2 by as much as 50%. That's just in the United States alone. And if that's not enough, inactive and fewer fit people have a greater risk of developing high blood pressure, and the lack of activities may also contribute to a feeling of anxiety and depression, something we see more and more of with our, our children. And it's, 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 we're seeing more and more depression, more and more anxiety in our children. One study indicated that physically fit and active adolescents are less likely to feel like they're lonely than in, uh, inactive kids. Parents, we have a responsibility to train our kids. The Bible says it, that we should be the ones to train up our children in the way they should go so that when they're old, they won't depart from it. We are the ones that have to do this. Physical activity in people were twice as likely to have chronic fatigue syndrome compared to people who were active. Now, you know that those all are penalties of indecisions when it comes to your health. So how do I overcome this indecision? Here's how to ease the decision-making process and become more self-assured about every choice you make. First of all, you need to pay attention to your emotions. Then you need to take your time. Think uh, strategically about what you have already planned to do. You need to ask who you're trying to please. Is it you you're trying to please? Is it God you're trying to please? Is your family trying to please? Is it your health that you should be trying to execute and please? You need to quit trying to be perfect and just start become uh, changing your mind by renewing your mind, getting the information you need, reading the books, uh, talking to the people, talking to trainers, anyone who can help you with this. 
you need to let go of the bad decisions. You don't need to go to McDonald's. You don't need to, you know, uh, lay on the couch. You don't need to turn your TV at night. You need to turn those things off. You need to visualize your possible outcome, what it could look like if you change what you've been doing. We can't decide immediately on something so important, but after a while, we must understand sometimes the heavy penalty of putting off is our decision. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I have rejected you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also for good your children. Please make a decision on your health. That's our desire. We want to see you healthy in 2022. I'm Jane for Karen. Keep living fit and doing what matters. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.